Cheers. You've stumbled on into the Tap Takeover Podcast. Welcome to Beer News. Podcast. We are here at Microphone with the guys, and we have a special little preview episode of Smells Like a Beer Fest for all you lucky folks out there who either got in on brown paper tickets or got super lucky and got your name drawn here at Microphone after making a purchase. So guys, you excited? Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, this thing is an event that we had, you know, we've done Pale Popper event last few years at different locations we did pill popper here for the first year um, and we decided that that event became something that it shouldn't have been it was supposed to be just a fun hangout for people who didn't get tickets to dark lord day and let's just get together do a bottle share this and that and it became more of a a, a, a beer release and beer festival and so when we sat down with the original creator of pill popper we were like do we want to just take it back to the normal and, and just do some kind of random spontaneous get together for those who didn't get tickets and so we decided so we're like well we still want to do a fest because we had a blast Elk Grove Village did a really good job of helping us um, set up the fest get everything cleared for the fest and then we were also to make a nice uh, charitable donation after the fest so we wanted to keep that going and we wanted to figure out a way to what, what makes sense for us to do that and we we're looking at our schedule and looking at what we we're doing uh, the first barrel-aged, official barrel-aged beer coming out of microphone that's packaged is going to be Imperial Smells Like a Bean, beer spirit, bean spirit. Um, so we decided, hey, let's, let's, let's do an event around it. You know, it's, it's a, what we've seen this last year is that when we do a release of any bean spirit, be it the regular bean spirit or a variant or even the 12-ounce bottles, there's a line that forms and we know there's a demand for it, and so I said, hey, let's, let's make a fun day out of it. Let's just not have people wait in the cold or wait in the rain or wait in line. Let's do a fun event around this beer release. We set out to do that. We've got a guest list of breweries that just, it, it blows my mind it's, when I sit it's back. It's a phenomenal list. Yeah. You know, with, with us being on the road the last few years and hitting the pavement and meeting brewers and going to fests and <clears> hanging out, you build really solid relationships with all these like-minded brewers. Um, and we were lucky enough to you know, kind of build those connections and say, hey, we're throwing a fest, would you like to come? And I mean, I think 99% of them said yes. That's fantastic. So yeah. you guys got some huge names coming yeah, from we're, we're all over the country. Yeah, all over. And, um, you know, it's, it's cool to showcase some of those beers and have people get to know them if they've ever met those brewers before, try their beers um, and see where it goes. But the, the, the nice thing is, you know, most of these brewers, are, they're all donating the product to us. We're taking care of them as far as lodging and shipping and all that stuff. But their donations are helping us to donate more to the charity. And this year's charity is for the Elk Grove uh, Youth Scholarship Fund. So, you know, for us to be able to kick back money to the community for letting us do this event is, is, is more rewarding to me than anything else. And being a charitable event, I mean, do you have any surprises for the guests? Like, is anybody donating bottles from some of the breweries that are coming that you're going to raffle off? Or perhaps... It wouldn't like, be a surprise if we told you. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing? Way to ruin the surprise. <laughs> now, we haven't announced anything like that yet, and uh, that's something that we're kind of, kind of working on to see if we want to do that, if we have the bandwidth to do that. Um, but I know a lot of fests have done that before, and it's a kind of fun thing. I'm going to dig through my cellar and see if we have enough to even warrant some kind of thing like that. Um, but yeah, it's something that's on my mind. Uh, but right now, it's just strictly focused on making sure, A, the beer is ready to go, which, you know, we transferred the beer to the Bright Tank today. So we'll be finally getting a, a sneak peek of it later this week. 
um, and then we're gonna package it, let it sit, and get ready for the fest, and then get everything else in line. I mean, throwing a fest is 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 a wedding. A wedding, you know, takes 12 months. This one we did in nine months, uh, but it's it's you have to clear a lot of licenses. You have to get certain people on board, and then the logistics of bringing these guest brewers in and making sure that we've got tents and everything set up and the band and so the wheels were already spinning on this last time we visited in October yeah right? yeah awesome. you have to you have to think way ahead in advance and um, that's why when it came to getting this guest list of brewers they were already prepared for it um, so it's all good but yeah so we're excited it's you know it's Saturday um, April 28th um, I know that the, the most unfortunate thing about it is that we did it here again in front of the brewery and we're just it's not about space out front it's about parking and parking we know that we can't accommodate more than 500 guests and so that's why our, our, our overall ticket number was 500 you know with anything in this kind of environment we know that there's you know supply demand issues and I knew this caused a little bit of a drama online when people couldn't get tickets right away or they were upset with the ticket process we went through but we tried to make it as fair of a shake as we could for a bulk of the tickets and then we knew we wanted to support our local crowd who comes out here every day and supports us with their hard-earned dollars. So we decided to do a, um, a raffle for the rest of the remaining tickets that we had set aside. And so this way, you know, it's, that's a completely random shake. It's not line up and get your tickets. It's come in, you can buy a six ounce pour, you can buy a six ounce taster glass. You get a lottery ticket, we draw a week later, and whoever of the 40 people, they get a chance to purchase two tickets. So that for us was important to make sure those locals were taken care of. We also wanted to put tickets online to make sure that people who may be coming out of town were coming. You know, I've been able to travel to Florida and Colorado and um, Portland for fests. And it's fun to go out of state and go to see a fest because these fests usually attract brewers that you would never even imagine trying. So it's cool to have out of town people. It's great to have our local crowd. Um, and yeah, we hope next year though that if, if this all goes well and the city's still on board with us, that we can find a offsite location where we can host a thousand, maybe two thousand people. You probably have to look at like a venue switch or something like that. It right? has to be. It has to be some. You know, we've got Bussy Woods over here. That's a humongous outdoor park. With they've got a couple different chalets and a lake and all this cool stuff that we could do. Some kind of like great taste of the Midwest kind of setup. And really, you know, that's going to take. We're going to have to start planning that as soon as this fest finishes. But I think it's something we can do, um, it's something definitely feasible, and based on what we saw between the online and this week already with this lottery, that we've got a demand for people to come out to the fest. So. Awesome. So for people coming, to, as your guest, uh, what are the logistics going to look like? Um, where are they going to come in? How's the setup going to be for yeah, you? Yeah, so the tasting room that you typically come in and drink at will be completely closed off to the general public. It'll be set up as our to-go line, so the whole tasting room will be kind of taken up as a to-go line. Um, and then out in the street and on the side of the building, we'll have two massive tents set up. Inside of those tents, we'll have all the breweries. Uh, School of Rock will be performing this year again. They'll be set out in the concrete pad next to our space playing. We've got two food trucks. So we've got Rami's Sub Shop, who's a, a local neighbor of ours, are coming down to do subs. Which, if you've never had Rami's when you're down here, so good. <laughs> you're missing out. I think I gained 20 pounds the first week we started working here because we were eating there three times a week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to go I've lunch. I've done, done one finally. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. And then uh, Pizza Boss, who's been a, a, a crowd favorite of ours to bring out, is going to be here as well. Just happy. Yeah. And then we've got, you know, like within the tented area, we're going to have porta potties to take care of you. We're going to have uh, high boy tables. So if you want to take a break and go drink some water and eat some food, you got to do that. I've got a couple, you know, 
bags, cornhole bags um, set up so people can enjoy that. And then it should just be it, it should just be a relaxed, chill day. And then after the fest, if you got tickets with bottles, you can come pick up your bottles. Or if you're from out of town and want to pick up additional bottles, we'll have those available for sale as well. So that's cool. So bottle pickup will actually start towards the end of the event. Yeah, we don't want you carrying all your bottles around the fest. That's that's silly. Um, so we'll have a certain time when you can start getting your bottles. And we know that if some people want to come in and you know, drink for, for an hour and then get their bottles and go. So we'll have that set up as a, a certain time when you can come pick up bottles. Awesome. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we obviously encourage, you know, safe drinking while here. I know there's a lot of options, but Uber we have Lyft, water, sure. we have soda. Um, yeah, we definitely encourage Ubering and lifting, which helps us with the parking issue. But for those that are driving down, we have several lots that are now designated to our fest. So there should not be an issue with parking uh, for the amount of people that we anticipate coming. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, outside of that, it's, it should be knock on wood that we get good weather. Last year we got the best day ever. Oh, so and nice. it, was, it was actually so hot that we're like, we didn't even need a tent. But uh, we're having tents just in case of rain. You never know with end of April what it what could rain. I mean, especially right now, it's snowing every day. So who knows? We may be all in parkas and hanging outside. I might, I might need some uh, volunteers to come shovel. So let's end, this, let's end this little preview on a fun note. Uh, you guys have obviously done a lot of collaborations and traveling all around the country in the past year and a half or two years. What breweries are you most excited about that are traveling here for your festival? That's a really good question. I really like that one. Yeah. All right, we'll start with you, Mike. Okay. Um, I am looking forward to Outer Range. When we you went out there, mine. yeah, there it is. <laughs> this always happens. This right. always happens. Yeah. We went out there a couple of months ago, and it was absolutely beautiful, and um, we just had the best time out there. Uh, the beer was delicious. Lee was awesome. Um, yeah, it was just a good time overall, and I expect nothing but the best from them. So, setting the bar for you guys. <laughs> awesome, Kyle. To Colorado, um, Civil Society is coming, right? Yeah. I can't wait to see those guys. They make some really good beer. That pulp that they came out was it a wheat? That was a wheat. Yeah, wheat. So good. So yeah, I'm excited to see them. Yeah, I was gonna say out of range just because Lee has been hitting me up and he's just like, he's super stoked to come out and be a part of it. And he he hasn't tried a lot of the local beer, so he said he's excited about that. Um, man, put me That's a spot. double plug for outer range. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny how this list grew from 20 guest breweries to almost 50 now. Yeah, and we had a lot of people reach out to us directly. Um, Logdens reached out directly and said, hey, we, we saw, and we'd, we'd love to be a part of this. So for me, I mean, I, I don't, I, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to basically either brew or hang out or try a lot of these beers. Um, I'm just, I'm super grateful that they're all interested to come out and donate to this and help us really put some, some interesting fun new beers out here and see what's up we do have that week is going to be intense week of collaborating so we've got bearded iris brewing with us windmill brewing with us and great notion brewing with us all kind of within that time time parameter so you stole my next question (laughs) (laughs) yeah we've got i guess i should say great notion i mean great notion has has been one of those kind of beers that i got turned on to during my travels out to portland when i was going out to look at equipment and uh, a local, who, a guy who lives there, who used to live in Chicago, was like, you gotta check this place out. And it's one of those, for me, I'm huge on drinking hazy IPA. And I know everybody and their mom is making them now, but a couple of years ago when we first started making them, not everybody was. So to find a brewery that was doing what we were doing 
was a lot of fun and instantaneously when I met those guys it's we're, we're kind of all dads with kids and balancing a brewery and um, just trying to trying to trying to make make this work and it's it's been fun to see those guys grow I know they just we had a conference call with them yesterday they just brewed on their, their brand new system their big big boy system so they're they're moving and grooving and making a huge impact on the west coast and it's it's cool to have them out here and that Monday after we're gonna brew with them and do something really fun which <laughs> it's going to be a mess of a beer to make, but it's going to be awesome on the backside. <laughs> That's awesome. I think the two I'm most excited about are Cerebral and Jay Wakefield. Oh, nice, yeah. Those are going to be outstanding. Um, so just to end this off, um, will you guys be putting out a beer list that everybody's bringing before the festival starts? Or any announcements you can make? It's hard with that. I mean, I, you, we, get, we get this email all the time. Hey, let us know what you're bringing. It's like... <coughs> A month in advance and if, if you know how us small craft breweries work we don't work on a schedule yeah we let the beers do what they do and when they're ready and we feel they're perfect we we release them or in this case we, we get them out to the fest so I honestly hope yeah I, I don't want to stick to a list I want I want brewers to come and be like I didn't plan on bringing this but it's tasting so good right now I'm gonna bring it and showcase it um, and that's that's kind of what we like to do when we go to fest we like to surprise people with hey we decided that it makes sense to bring a our barrel aged beer out or this out um, so we're not going to stick to a special list we're not going to do any of that we're just going to ha have the list of breweries and then we've got a fun way to display the what each brewery brings so meander through check out what each brewery has and get excited for it awesome well thank you guys so much for your time i'm sure everyone who's listening is looking forward to being here on the 28th with you cheers guys appreciate it cheers, cheers.